ハレルヤーアジュースウォーナーセ
What's up? Jesus. Is that you? Stop playing. Jesus. What's up? <laughs> I am not lying. I have done that. Yo, Jesus, why am I up this early? What you doing? What you want? Hold on. Do I need to pray? Oh, Heavenly Father, Lord God, thou art worthy. I start praying. And he started listening. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh-huh. And then you go, that don't pertain to me. Uh, did I say it pertained to you? <laughs> Whenever God tell you something, don't you always weigh it against yourself and go, I don't recall. <laughs> but I'm just giving you an example. I'm just being right now. I'm just being a little, little silly, but I have waking up in the middle of the night and go, what's up, Jesus? You got something to say? <laughs> and I hear absolute silence <laughs> alright y'all let's go ahead and pray we're going to put on the whole armor of God thank you Heavenly Father for listening to me <laughs> thank you Lord God Father God we come to you through the shed blood of your son Jesus Christ for you alone are worthy of all the glory the honor the power and the praise and I thank you Lord God for putting up with my jokes uh, I love you te amo te amo te amo mi amor I love you, Dios. I love you, mi amor. Te amo, te amo, te amo, Jesus. Te amo, te amo, te amo, mi amor. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this day. I pray, Lord God, that what uh, you and I have to say today, or what you say today, uh, will be a blessing to those listening. Uh, I'm going to part my lips and let you spit through it. Amen. Glory to God. And uh, I thank you, Lord God, for the salvation of those that are listening and uh, for the healing. Amen. And prosperity because don't nobody like being poor. Uh -uh. (laughs) All right. Enough singing. Amen. You're like, Kathy, was that really a prayer? Yep. He said he don't like boring prayers, didn't he? He said, don't be coming at me with the same stuff every day. Acting like I'm not great. You ever notice? You ever do that? Come at God with the same thing every day? Uh, uh, Jesus. Um, look, um, uh, this me, uh, you know it's me. And, uh, Look, uh, shoot, I don't even know what to say to you, but, uh, I need some loot, alright, my baby needs some diapers, his mama is getting on my nerves, and she ain't gonna give me none unless I get some diapers and put some money in her pocket. Imagine Jesus listening to you say that, right? (laughs) He goes... You didn't sign the contract. And you're like, hold on, was that Jesus? Yeah, you didn't sign the contract. You hitchhiking sex and you crying because you ain't got no money. 
y'all house is divided. You got you paying for two households and you wonder why you ain't got no money. You ain't got no money because you ain't signed a contract. Either you gonna if is she good enough to have sex with, she good enough to marry. If she, if you don't want to marry her, stop having sex with her and stop making all them babies. Supporting two households and wonder why you ain't got no money. When you get a clue, come back. No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm tripping. Uh, all right, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna put on the whole armor of God. <laughs> we're gonna put on the whole armor of God, and today is John fourteen and twelve. Thursdays, can I get it? Can I get it? Can I get it? Okay. Uh, you're listening to uh, LUTG Radio. This is Kathy Brock. The Let Us Thank God Radio Show. On the LUTGRadio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting, 102.4 FM on your FM dial in the uh, DFW um, HC area. All right. So, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We are going to go ahead and put on the whole armor of God. Amen. Amen. Go with me to Luke twenty four forty five. It says, uh, Luke twenty four forty five. We do this every morning, y'all. You got this. Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Amen, amen, amen. Y'all know where we're going next. Where we going next? Ephesians chapter six, verse ten. Start off with verse ten. Ephesians chapter six. Because what are we doing? We are putting on the whole armor of God. All right, I got a lot of a lot of stuff to cover today. So, um, uh, John, it's it is based on John fourteen and twelve. It's like mirror image. Do what I do, but go pat, go beyond the mirror. That's Jesus. Go beyond the mirror. Do greater. All right, so here we go. <laughs> Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Amen. Against. Hold on a second. Again. I lost my place, y'all. But against uh, against principalities, against uh, power, against dang, I can't believe I did that. Oh, I'm, I apologize. I didn't mean to say the word D A N G. Against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able. To withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. 
Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Amen. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Uh, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And then verse 19. And for me that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Uh, go with me to Numbers chapter 6. Number 6 says, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. I know normally I'm funny during the, the uh, putting on the whole armor of God, but we got a lot to cover today. And they shall put my name upon the, and they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. That's like licking your kids across the face. You mind? Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> y'all been lick y'all ice cream all over up and down so nobody asked for any <laughs> lick your kids across the face and I guarantee you nobody a kiss on it <laughs> don't look him in the eyes though cause you don't know where your tongue be <laughs> I'm just playing don't lick your kids across the face <laughs> Some of y'all like, yeah, because you know what? Mary always kissing my baby and be trying to kiss her in the mouth. But my baby be throwing up that right hand. Whoop, Mary. Whoop, Mary. Whoop, Mary. Not the mouth, Mary. Whoop. <laughs> Random people be walking up on your porch. Oh, your baby's so cute. Oh. And they want to be touched their hands and want to be... Kitchen touching them all in the face, and you be like, uh, Where your hands been? Did you wash? And then you like, Uh huh, I'll see you later. You grab the baby and you run in the house to the sink and you find, <laughs> you be trying to find the strongest disinfectant you can find for babies. Life's all works for babies. <laughs> Let me stop. Yeah, I know you parents know y'all be doing that. You must know y'all. What was that on his lap? I'm not even a parent, but I guarantee you, when you see parents freak out like that, it is funny. It is absolutely funny. I mean, <laughs> after they done freaked out, you can laugh a little. But why they freaking out? If you laugh, they're going to get mad. <laughs> but wait till they calm down. <laughs> I mean, we feel you. Everybody, everybody understand. Family understand. But, <laughs> but at the same time, it's funny. 
because you be like, uh, <laughs> bruh, don't touch the baby. <laughs> Wait, we got work to do, y'all. Uh, Psalms 91, we're on Psalms 91. He that, <laughs> he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. <laughs> he, shall, he shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Amen. Uh, only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Uh because thou has made the Lord, hold on, because thou has made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. Remember that word habitation for the even for thou has made the Lord thy refuge for, because thou has made the Lord thy refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. Habitation is a permanent place, a permanent dwelling. It's like. It's like, you know how, what's a good way to put this? That's your girl, right? That's your girl. You done married her. That's your wife. Your girl is your wife. Your girl is your wife. Your man is your husband. You married him. Y'all signed a contract. That's yours. Now, you got a right for no woman to walk up to your husband and start rubbing on his chest. I don't care if he missed a supermodel himself. He's standing there next to you. Even if he ain't standing next to you. You got you got presumptive possession. That's your man. That's what that ring is for. Presumptive possession. This is a permanent thing. Don't put your hands on my man. Some women... I kid you not, will walk up to a dude that they think is fine and they will grab his junk and jiggle the balls. I kid you not. They will grab his junk. And they don't care if his wife is standing next to him. I'm not joking. This stuff happens. They will jag, they will grab the stick and the I'm I'm not joking. This stuff actually happens. You then have the right to punch her in the eye. I'm talking about the wife. Because, man, you hit too hard, you might kill her. But the wife ain't going to hit that hard. She just ain't. <laughs> Moving on. So, anyway, remember the word habitation. That's a permanent place. Your man is your man. Ain't nobody got no ain't got ain't nobody got no calls, not ever, to put their hands on his kibbles and bits or any part of his body. Period. Alright? Same thing for the wife. Permanent habitation. God expects you to be permanently loyal to him 
and not go worship some other God. That's like letting that God lick you across the face. <laughs> you remember how Jesus spit in some dirt and he put it on some guy's eye and the guy's eyes got healed. Told him to go wash in the river of Bethesda. Now, if that guy did not trust Jesus, ain't no way some man going to let some dude spit in his eye. You just, you, you ain't going to rub no spit on my eye, bro. And mud, spit and mud. It, no. But he trusted Jesus. <laughs> permanent habitation. Habitation of permanent dwelling place. Remember that, all right? All right, so we're going to verse 10. <clears throat> There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over it. Oh, I should say, gentlemen, don't let no lady come and grab your private parts, all right? I don't care how old you are. Don't let nobody come grab on you like that. You you know, have self-respect. No, girl, that ain't. you can't do that. That's disrespectful. Okay, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest they lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shall thou trample under feet. Uh, verse 14. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he have known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Glory to God. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. All right. Go with me to Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54. We are on verse 13. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be. And great shall be the peace of thy children. In righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shall not be. Thou shall not be far from. A Hold on a second. Thou shalt be far from oppression. Thou shalt be far from oppression. For. Thou shall not fear and from terror for it shall not come near thee behold they shall surely gather together but not by me whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake behold i have created the smith that blew of the coals in the fire that blow of the coals in the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work Amen. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment uh, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Congratulations. You just got, you just put on the whole armor of God. Amen. You're listening to LUTGRadio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. My name is Kathy Brox. This is the LUTG Radio Show. And don't remember, you can give on LUTGRadio.com 
And you can do that at any amount. And when you're giving, you're actually giving to me, Kathy Brock. So don't feel like you're giving to like something that you just can't really see. Like, I'm giving to a radio station. Don't radio station get advertising dollars. Uh, not yet. <laughs> and so um, I use my money towards the radio station to buy airtime, you know, to do to pay the expenses. Normally, I pay everything out of my pocket. Um, but, um, so anyway, if you want to give, give, if you don't, don't, that's cool. All right. Um, if you want to pray for the radio station, pray for the increase, pray that I may prosper. Thank you. I appreciate it. If you don't, that's cool too. All right. You do you. Amen. Do whatever God tells you to do. Cause you got to do you all the time. You got you, you responsible to God for whatever he tell you to do. All right. All right. Then. All right. All right. So. Uh, make sure we, <clears throat> all right, here we go. Um, so today is John 14 and 12. And so we're going to read over that real quick. You like Kathy Moore word? Yeah, more word. More word. Y'all want a random story? Unless y'all want a random story. Once upon a time, there was, no, I ain't, uh, I can't think of a random story. I, I really can't. I can tell you about my prayer life. You want to hear about my prayer life? Sure. Are there any secrets? No. My life is pretty boring. I mean, I, I shouldn't say boring, but uh, I, I live in Texas and every day, except for Christmas, it's 102 degrees. But Christmas, it feels like every day but Christmas is 102 degrees. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> I bumped my head. <laughs> you ever pray for somebody so long and so hard, you get to the point where you go, Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> I know you hear me. Are you like playing backgammon or something while I'm praying to you? <laughs> while I'm lifting him up in prayer. And Jesus is like, no, nah, I'm eating a sandwich right now. I hear you. Look. He's still out there playing. He's still running. You can keep on praying. I mean, your prayers is helping him. But he hard-headed. He gonna run into a few more walls. He hard headed. Look, I done told you. He hard headed. He just hard headed. That's all that is. I'm gonna get him. We gonna get him saved. Don't give up. Don't give up. You know he like girls. He like a lot of them. <laughs> but he's so silly. He only need one. But he listened to his little friends. But I got something for him. I got something for him. you like, what you got for him, Jesus? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just know that there's going to be a young lady that's going to set him straight. You know how his nose be opening up around them beautiful women. I got a beautiful woman for him. <laughs> God will meet you where you at. If your nose is always open to girls and all you can smell is beautiful woman. Beautiful woman. You could be you could be studying for an exam and suddenly you hear clock 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 
walking down the street, your head goes, and you run to the window. Oh, I knew it. I could tell from the way she walked. I knew it. And you're like, oh, I got to do this exam. Oh, she's so pretty. She new to the neighborhood. Oh, I got to get there before the other guys get there. Oh, and you try to decide. Oh, I'll study later. You out the door. And she she stops you. She goes, put out that hand. No. Hey, y'all wanted a story. (laughs) Some women know that they're beautiful, but they want you to go more than just skin. They want you to to dig a little deeper. Don't just come up there like, girl, I love to be inside of you. She like, yeah, wouldn't everybody move on? You got to get a little original. The best way you can get original when talking to women is ask Jesus. When you see somebody that you like, say, Jesus, is that the person for me? Is that is that my wife? Jesus, okay, Lord, you do this. God, you put this together. What should I say to her? Or what should I say to him? Because sometimes women see guys and they be like, oh, my God. They just like heart stop like, oh, my God. Lord Jesus, is that mine? Please tell me that is my toy. Tell me that is my gift. Oh, my God. And God be like, girl, do you even know if he got a job? Okay, God, does he have a job? Yeah, he got a good job, girl. He he got a good job. He got a good job. <laughs> is he nice to his mama? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he nice to his mama. Uh-huh. It's not, like, overly nice. Like, they ain't got no, like, you know, un usual relationship god like no 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 he got a daddy too daddy take care of all that here no it's not like that he respectful and you like oh okay okay god uh do he like girls god god like yeah he after my own heart yeah he's safe uh but uh you a heathen you're like god go to church He's, he's like yeah you go you go to church you was with me for a little while, but you done backslidden so hard. The only reason why you even come into church is because it's free food. But uh, it's been a minute. <laughs> God's like, give me your heart and I'll give you your gift. You're like, oh, man. He's like, well, I guess you don't want your husband. He said, and you're like, oh, uh, Lord. My heart, you can have it. Lead me in the way to go. Show me what to do. (laughs) God tells you, go to church. This church on Sunday at this time, sit on the second pew. Sit towards the end. Sit towards the window, towards the end. You're like, okay. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I'm just messing around with y'all. All right, so... <clears throat> All right, so I gave you a few minutes worth of, uh, you know, just stories. I mean, because we've been reading scriptures this whole time, right? I've been fumbling through the scriptures. So we're on John 14 and 12, and it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, he shall do also, and greater works than these shall he do, 
because I go unto my father. Now, God is saying that we, Jesus is saying, I done did a lot of great works. Y'all already seen this. My father's done a lot of great works. Y'all done already seen this. My father parted the Red Sea, delivered uh, Israel out of Egypt. Y'all seen this. It's kept them 40 years and their shoes never wild. They never went hungry. Had to tame them a bit. He says, but I raised the dead. Lazarus, come forth. I raised the dead. You heard? I fed the thousands. We had two fish and five loaves of bread, and we we fed thousands of people. I lifted up that food and said, Father, thank you, and let it be multiplied. Amen. Remember that. Jesus fed thousands of people off of two fish and five loaves of bread. That's going to be important. All right. Verse uh, 13 says, And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Now, when you ask, when you pray, prayer is asking. When you ask God for something, you ask according to to how it will glorify Jesus. Not you. Not your neighbor. Not your mama them. Not your cousin them. Jesus. Because if it ain't going to shine a light. If it ain't going to testify about Jesus. The father going to be like. Who this? Why am I? Why are you? At, who, who this? You know you be like. Somebody call your house. You be like, hello? And you can hardly hear them going. And you're like, hello? Hello? Anybody there? That's the father. When you be asking a miss, you be asking for something that don't glorify the son. Remember, we are to do what Jesus did in greater. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Heal the sick. Uh, bless the poor. Deliver the oppressed. Raise the dead. Ain't nobody supposed to be poor on this earth. Glorify the son. Do what he did and greater. If ye shall ask anything, verse 14, in my name, I will do it. If Verse uh, 15. If ye love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father. I will ask the Father. I will pray the Father. And he shall, that's will, that's submit, give you, he'll give you another comforter. That's the Holy Ghost. That ye may abide, that he may abide with you forever. Amen. Now, why do we read this? Because you got to understand. You can do what Jesus did and greater. You can do what the father did. As an example, as a duplication, whatever the father did in the earth, you can duplicate it. And you can duplicate it because Jesus duplicated it. 
Whatever the Father did, you can do. Whatever Jesus did, you can do. As a saved person, you must be saved. In Genesis chapter 1, <coughs> verse 26 through 28, it says, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over ev- over the cattle uh over the cattle and over all the earth and over any creeping over every not any over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth so god created man in his own image in the image of god created he him male and female and god blessed them and god said unto them be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. He's saying, be like me. You know how we used to say, be like, you know, the basketball player. I don't know if that's copywritten. But anyway, anyway, so we should say like, be like this famous basketball player. Starts with the M. <laughs> but God is saying, be like me. When he said that he created man in his own image. First, he said, let us. He said, let us. Remember when God tell, when God lets us know that um, life and death is in the power of our tongue. And he says, I have the power to take your life, but I don't have the authority. We have the authority. He gave us the authority. Life and death is in the power of our tongue. He gave us the authority over our life. When it says, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Let us is permission. It's authority. Let us make man in our image. That wasn't a flesh image. That was the spirit of man. Let us make man in our spiritual image. After our likeness and let them have dominion. Why? Because God has dominion over all of heaven. So man was given dominion over all the earth. And over every fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air, basically everything in the earth. Man was given dominion over the creatures that were not made in the image and the likeness of the Most High God, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. 
And so when we see that God uh, gave man that that uh, permission to look like him, to have his expression, to, to his express image and his power, that's an expression of love. Now, the, the interesting thing is when God finished, uh, remember in, in, uh, on the sixth day, God finished everything. He finished everything on the sixth day. Um, I'm cutting through some of this because uh, I want, I just want you to see some of this real quick. And on the sixth day, God finished everything. And he says on the seventh day, he was resting, right? But in chapter two, it says, thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them. And on pardon me and on the seventh day God ended his work his labor which he had made and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made and God blessed the seventh day and God sanctified it he made it holy he blessed the seventh day that means he filled it with something God's blessing ain't just words that don't have nothing no fruit on the end he filled the seventh day with joy and peace and love he filled it and then he sanctified it because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. So basically, God made himself an atmosphere of peace. Right? He just filled it with joy. These are the generations of the heaven of the uh these are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created when they were created the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Now God considers, this is what God considers as generations. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth and every, and every herb of the field before it grew for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth and there was not a man to till the ground but there went up a mist from the earth and was watered the whole face of the ground all of the earth was water. When God was created in the six days that God created the earth, he said, let, let, let the earth yield. Let 
And so he was given permission for the permanent habitation of the earth to yield its animals. The animals came out of the dirt of the earth. Let there be light. He gave permission for that to be, for the sky to form like a dome. And it did. So the earth adjusted itself according to God's words. The earth will move. The, you know how God says that we can move mountains? The mountains will move as at our words. It will, this earth will adjust itself at our words. Just got to be careful how you adjust it. So God won't answer bad prayers. So even though he gave us dominion over the earth, the earth is still subject to the word of God, which means you cannot tell the earth to split itself in half and divide into two. You can't do it. It won't do it. Some people think that, oh, well, then I can just go ahead and cut a line straight down the equator and just split the whole earth and we'll have a. Uh, some folks on this side, some folks on that side. No, the earth was meant to be one. So you can't split it in half because it goes against the word of God. It's meant to be one whole thing. In verse 7 of chapter 2 of Genesis says, It says, um, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into and breathe into the nostril, breathe into his nostrils, and breathe, and breathe, of life, and made, and man became a living soul. I'm sorry, and I read that wrong. And the and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and basically he clumped, he gathered together some dirt, the earth. He told the earth to come together. Because remember, he had already said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. He made his spirit. And the earth was required. And once he made the spirit of man, the earth was required. It had to yield that man's body. So he has a spirit body and he needed a body. All right. He, had, he already had a spirit. Now he needed the body. And. Yielded from the ground and breathed into the nostrils and breathed into into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. Now what I notice here is like on God's day of rest is when he made man. He didn't make man. He made man's uh, spirit on the sixth day, but he didn't make his body till the seventh day. He didn't make his body till he had already sanctified that day. He had blessed that day and made it holy. He made God on his day of rest, on, on the holiest day of the whole week. He made God, he made man's body on a day that was just to be him. It was a time of intimacy that he made man. It was a time of coming together with him. You have a been you ever been in a situation where uh let's say grandma's sitting on the porch and you coming over to see grandma and you brought the kids and what are the kids what do the kids do they immediately run up to grandma 
And grandma says, come on, baby, come sit, sit here with me on the chair. And, ba and baby, little toddler baby, crawls up on grandma and just hugs grandma and lays his head on her. And they just rock in their chair. They just rock in their chair. It don't matter that it's summer, summer, winter, fall. As grandma, they just snuggle right up on grandma. No matter how hot it is, they just snuggle right up on grandma. That's a time of intimacy, right? And don't interrupt. That's baby time with grandma. That's a sanctified time. Just enjoying a time rocking with grandma. They just, they little ears just right on her heartbeat. And they just enjoying their time with grandma. Jesus, Jehovah God, the Holy Ghost, was enjoying their time with man. Enjoying making man in a time that was sanctified and holy. He sanctified his rest day so that he could make us. You heard? You feel me? So the next time, understand this. God sanctified his rest day. And making us wasn't work to him. It was a pleasure. Now y'all wanted to hear me say some other stuff, right? Like, oh yeah, you know you can make a whole man out of the earth. I just said that. He formed man from the dust of the ground. Yes, you can absolutely do exactly what God did. But he has to be in agreement. God has to be in agreement with that. If he ain't in agreement with it, you just got some dirt on the ground piled together. Can you get can you get uh two fish and five loaves of bread to multiply? You absolutely can. Does it glorify Jesus? If you want to make a whole man out of dirt, fresh, with a new soul, new spirit and everything. Okay. How does that glorify God? How does that glorify Jesus? If it ain't glorifying Jesus, what you need to make it for? Just to say that you did? Okay, now you're responsible for something you done created. And you're responsible for everything that they do. Everything you name, you own it. So trying to make a man out of dirt, just a brand new man straight up out of the dirt. You're responsible. And it won't come out looking grown and having a baby mentality. No. It'll come out full grown with full knowledge and full wisdom. Man didn't come out ignorant. Man got full revelation from God to name every animal, every, every bird, every crawling thing, everything that flew, everything that swam, everything that creeped on the earth. Adam named it. Everything. He didn't come out dumb. He didn't come out ignorant. He came out in revelation. He came out receiving revelation. He was born revelation. He came out of the earth, received his living soul from the breath of God, and then received his revelation, took his instructions from the Lord, and went forth and named everything. You can do everything Jesus did and you can do more than what he did. But remember, in your doing, you got to ask yourself, does this glorify the son of the most high God? 
considering he he loved us so much that he made us. He sanctified a day. He blessed the day so that he could make us so that he could have intimate time with us. Wouldn't you want to glorify the father and the son? Everything that you do, wouldn't you want that to be special to them? So whatever you're doing out there, make sure God is in it. Make sure God is in agreement with you. Because if he ain't, then now, instead of getting the compassionate father, the compassionate savior, you're going to get Jesus the judge. And let me tell you, if you think Jesus, when he was talking to Nicodemus, had a mouth on him, you ain't seen Jesus the judge. If you thought it was rough that Jehovah God kicked Lucifer out of heaven for trying to overthrow the kingdom, which was really bad. Some of y'all like, well, maybe he just could have put him in jail. He did put him in jail. He made him a jail. All to himself. Hell. If you think that was bad, congratulations. You're close. Don't go against God or try and do something outside of him. You got people right now trying to make people like man. They trying to make people without God. I'm not saying like uh, they they make it. Well, they start off with test tube babies. They they say they were doing it because women were having trouble carrying the uh, the fertilized egg. Pray over your womb, pray over your husband's uh, penis, and pray over your and he'll pray over your vagina, over your womb. Get you some scriptures and God will heal it. You can carry as many babies as you want to carry. But making they call them skins, where there's some human, there's some DNA from man. And then the rest of it is prosthetics or, you know, artificial intelligence, plastic and skin. And they put the memories of people on a, I guess, a USB drive or something, a computer chip. And they insert it and suddenly that becomes that person because it has their memories. That's not a person. That's a robot. In order to be considered a person, like the person of Jesus, Jehovah God, and the Holy Ghost, you need the breath of the living God. You must be made in his image and in his likeness. You need the spirit of the living God. You need the breath of the living God and the spirit of the living God. And you need, well, that's the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost too. Because he's the comforter in the earth. The Holy Ghost will not align himself with artificial intelligence. He will not. So don't spend your money thinking that you're going to live forever in a computer chip. You won't. It's either heaven or hell. So you got to choose correctly. If you don't believe me, ask Jesus. Pray about it. Ask God about it. But you can heal yourself. You can pray for yourself and receive your healing from God. Remember, if you ask him anything in his name and he'll give it to you. So wouldn't it be easier to just pray for your healing? And with long life will God satisfy you and show you his salvation? 
than to spend all that money. And I ain't got nothing against nobody, you know, making money. You know, I ain't never against somebody making money. But if you're making money and you're trying to get rid of God, then, you know, that's a problem for you. You need God. We all need God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him <coughs> should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. But that the world through him might be saved. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. But you want to. Now is the time. Now is the time to do it. Now is the time to give your heart to the Lord. Now is the time to say yes. If you want to be forgiven of your sins, repeat this prayer confession after me. Amen. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was with the Lord, with you, Jesus. And from this day forward, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah God in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth <laughs> that you rose from the dead and that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus. And share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. With evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues. For the edifying of the body for the um, interpreting and edifying of the body of Christ in the name of Jesus by the will of Jehovah God, Amen. Congratulations, you just got saved on LUTJRadio.com, Amen. You've been uh, Hallelujah introduced to the um, speaking of tongues. The Holy Ghost will give you utterance. What do you do now? Take authority over your body, rebuke sickness in your body, and receive your healing. Just like that, I rebuke sickness in my body and I receive my healing. Because um, you should always pray for yourself. Take the 10-week foundation course. Um, and so healing works by faith. Believe that you receive your healing. Amen. Believe it. I ain't telling you to stop taking whatever pills you take. And I'm not telling you that. I'm saying pray for yourself. I still take um, iron pills, but I pray for myself every day. I've been praying for that for the longest. But I still pray for myself every day. And so I, I'm standing in faith. And I want you to stand in faith as well. And some things I've gotten healed of immediately. And some things it's just taking a little bit longer. Um, 
and uh, take the 10-week foundation course. It's free. And uh, thank you so much for listening. And if you're able to give, give. Uh, You're able to pray. I know you can do that. Do it. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. This is LUTG Radio 102.4 FM. uh, LUTG Radio.com.